When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here to trap inside a magic studio. The Adventures of Brad Williams. Production. <laughs> the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, it is the second day after the Oscars, and we still have a lot to talk about. Clean up. I just want to ask Mike how he's doing. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks. Okay, Thanks great. For Why yeah. were you concerned? Well, you know, he's filling in today for a couple of people, so. <laughs> Knocking them out of the park, Whoa, like that always. That scared me. That's really? Anyway, that's good to hear. Well, thank you, Mike, Thanks for, for asking. Yeah. showing up All and, good. and uh, doing an extra job today or two. Okay, so Tom Cruise did not show up to the Oscars. Um, there <laughs> Unlike are a couple Mike, of who theories. showed up for his job today. <laughs> and other people's jobs. Um, so we need to know why. And Bradley, you have the scoop on yeah, a couple girl, of theories. I have, uh, look, I got the details. Mm-hmm. So just sit back, relax, and understand. Here's what I know. I thought you were going to say underpants. What? You sit back, relax no! in your underpants. Well, you can. That's fine. I don't know what you kids get up to on your own time. But there are two theories about why Tom Cruise wasn't at the Oscars. And both have to do with, yep, you guessed it. Me. No. Uh, Who was I talking Mike? to on the phone then? I'm going to say what? Nicole Kidman. That was one of the reasons. But what does Nicole Kidman... Okay, let me give you the two theories, and you tell me where you think they overlap. We're in the Venn diagram. Uh, The first one, and this is what I initially was going to come talk to you about. There was some behind-the-scenes over at Variety that had largely to do Mm. with Jimmy Kimmel's process for the monologue. But buried within that, and it's actually a fascinating read. Maybe we can put that up on our show links page. Sure. Because it talks about how he prepared and how they produced his part of the job at as host of the Oscars. And, but buried within that was a conversation about Tom Cruise and specifically, I'll just boil it down to this. He was hoping Tom Cruise was going to be there. I guess Tom Cruise had been on his show a week prior. Oh, um, which I guess I didn't know. Hmm. 
But he was hoping, you know, because he loves Tom Cruise, I guess he and Tom Cruise get on famously, or at least, you know, that was his impression. Jimmy loves Tom. Tom had just been on the show the week before, and they talked about seeing each other, and Jimmy was excited to tell him that they got real Navy pilots to do the flyover at the top of the Oscars. Did you get to see that when the... Whoa, no, yeah, I did not. They had the actual... And and I said, did, and I'm sure, Mike, you thought the same thing when I saw those things fly over. It's like, Jimmy's coming out on a parachute. <laughs> yes. And sure enough, he descended from the ceiling. Anyway, so he was really excited to tell Tom Cruise, I got actual, because you know Tom Cruise eats that stuff up. Like, he loves, like, we're not we're not doing fakery. We're doing the real thing. Yeah, so they I got made all my actors become pilots. real pilots. Yes! Uh, and so he was excited. However, Tom said, no. Now, insiders hinted that perhaps, this is our first theory, Cruise pulled out because he'd caught wind that Judd Apatow, I said Seth Rogen, Judd Apatow, mm. who you'll remember made a series of brutal jokes about Tom Cruise at the Directors Guild Awards. Oh. oh. Uh, that he was helping, Judd Apatow was helping Jimmy with the Oscars monologue. Oh. So Cruise learns that. And is like, well, I'm going to show up because they're going to talk nasty about me. Now, what were the object or the subject of those jokes likely to be in Tom Cruise's mind? Scientology. Where is Shelley Miscavige? Who <laughs> <laughs> right? is the head of Scientology's wife, who we haven't seen in like eight years or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they talked about that. it at the Golden Globes, right? Uh, so that wasn't really the case, according to Jimmy Kimmel's people and in, insiders. So... And, and in fact, this guy says to the to Variety, I really hope that's not the reason Cruz didn't come because Jimmy, in, in fact, the quote is, Jimmy tends to send his monologue to a group of people he trusts, comedians, writers, uh, comedy writers and comedians. They don't help with the monologue. They just tell him if they think a joke is working. So, oh, no, yeah. Judd was not writing or doing anything for the monologue. Uh, okay. So, just that's the first theory. getting a second look at it. Tom Cruise is like, I can't go because they'll joke about my religion. Okay. Now, Mike hinted at something. Theory number two. Mike, who did you say? Whose name? Well, how about I go to our buddy NT lawyer real quickly? Because the very first blind item for today was going to be even before. Do it. Do the blind item. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's play. Let's do it. Let's do a quick blind item. We normally do this in the third segment. It's fine. It's fine. That's why I wasn't ready for it. It's okay. It's you're flexible, you're moving, you're nimble. You can spin it a bunch of different ways, but the truth is there's only one way this A-list actor was going to be in the same building as his ex. Or there, excuse me, there was no way that this uh, A-list oh. actor was going to be in the same building as his ex and take a chance in running into her and be asked about her. Oh, okay, and who's Keith her? Urban. Her is Nicole. Nicole I mean, it's, Kidman. It's not going to be um, Surrey Cruz's mom. Right. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, because she's not there, right? Right. So, theory number two. Go over the Daily Mail, but anti lawyer beat us to the punch. Here's the headline. Top Gun Maverick star Tom Cruise refused to attend Oscars to, quote, avoid awkward run-in with Nicole Kidman. So, now, in that story, they talk about the fact that um, he doesn't want to run into Nicole. A source said Tom was not there because she was there and he didn't want a run-in. However, other sources close to Cruz say it's it was not personal. He had scheduling conflicts. Of right. Course, of okay. course. Even though you know 
up when the Oscars are and you can plan around it because you're Tom Cruise. But what's the biggest bone of contention between Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? Um, Scientology. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. It, it, yeah, she doesn't like it. Back it up. And what did I say? You said <laughs> you said uh, Nicole Kidman divorced Tom Cruise over Scientology pretty much. And Keith Urban, her new husband, who she likes to make out with open tongue in public, was going to be there with her. And so she he didn't want reporters to ask him like, oh, did you see Nicole there? Who would do that, though? Yeah. But back it up even further. I said there's two theories about why Tom Cruise wasn't there. And guess what? They both deal with the same thing. And that thing is Scientology. So the overlap, the Venn diagram in this case brings us to two different reasons. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel might talk about Scientology. Nicole Kidman, uh, Scientology. Both reasons kept, or both reasons had at its core the thing that likely kept Tom Cruise from going to the Oscars, and that is, of course, Scientology. Now, all of this is allegations. All of this is speculation. Tom Cruise, you'd think, because you and I talked a little bit about this yesterday off the air before, I think when we were prepping, that nobody's going to call out Tom Cruise in in public. Yeah. No because of the that. power that he has, because of the power that he is perceived to have in Hollywood, yeah. you'd have to be... Ve- now, if, if our good friend, uh, such a good friend, I've now forgotten her name, oh, Leah Remini... Her. Oh, yeah. If Leah Remini were there, she'd be like, hey, Tom, where's Shelly? Because there are a few people like <laughs> Leah Remini in this world. But most of the people in Hollywood, I mean, look at all the people that worked on Lady Gaga, Miles Teller, like all the actors that worked with Tom Cruise. They're not going to say anything about Scientology. They're no. not going to go there because they're like, we're working with Tom Cruise. So it is interesting to me. And, and we talked a little bit about this off the air. Tell me what you think. Despite the fact that like you and I can see nobody would call out Tom Cruise for for Scientology or make it awkward for him. Why did that still, something like that still got to him such that he didn't show up? What is that about? If that's the case, if he stayed away because he didn't want to face that, what what does that say about him? Or like what what what's going on there i think we have to remember that he has a lot of people in his ear is doesn't he have people watching him sleep and i mean it's like Does, intense. Really? no 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 but he has the scientology crew that are just assigned to tom cruise and they tell him you know they instruct him on how to you know conduct his business yeah and i think and i think you hinted to this yesterday too which is that it's it's the ego. It's the like he, he's just he doesn't see what you and I see. So yeah. you and I can see that nobody's going to call you out, Tom. I mean, you're Tom Cruise. Like we're all going to talk about it behind the scenes. All you like and do is I'm going to sit on the couch a little bit. But yeah, you just got to smile and laugh. And um, no, nobody's going to say anything. You know, I mean, so but it, that says to me a lot more about Tom Cruise than it does about Hollywood. We know Hollywood's not going to like. nobody's going to make someone intentionally uncomfortable in the moment. Right. Like we just saw that with, with the slap last year, literally nobody in Hollywood did anything. Nobody, nobody in the moment. There was a physical assault on stage as the entire world is watching these people come together and nobody ran. Nobody did anything. I mean, until after during the commercial break, he had a discussion with some of his Hollywood friends, and they were kind enough to go over to him and go, hey, 
what's going on, man. <laughs> yeah, but in the moment. So my point is, like, the Holly, the idea that Hollywood would call out Tom Cruise on the biggest night of the year for the, the celebrity who is perceived to be the single sole reason, and this is arguable, I'm just saying this is the perception, yeah. that he, you know, quote, saved Hollywood this year with a big movie. Nobody's going up against that. So it just says that he has... I think either an incredible insecurity mm. about about that or or maybe sees himself like we think perhaps James Cameron sees himself because remember James Cameron also wasn't there that like I didn't get nominated. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For but I think actor. it would have been a great victory lap for Tom Cruise to show uh, up. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know. um why he doesn't see these things as an opportunity because he's a really he comes off in the public as super charming, super nice guy, really agree, agreeable and positive. Like I've only heard if you have an experience with him that it's like, wow, I'm blown away by how nice he was to me and made me feel important. You know, people yeah. that have interviewed him like Steve Patterson. Yeah. You know, he was like, it was mesmerizing. He's just, you know, why doesn't he take it as an opportunity to show, like, look at me, I'm happy and successful and a Scientologist, you know? Emily Engberg, who used to be a reporter uh, at KSTP and yeah. was on Twin Cities Live as a correspondent, she went off to Paris and interviewed him. And I forget which movie this was for, probably a Mission Impossible movie. And she came back just raving at a about how personable and kind he was in the moment. I now, think he that was might there. have been the same junket because uh, Steve like got in a vehicle. It was like for night and day or something. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. Like, he's but, like, come on her... and get in my car. And he drove him around really fast. And it was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that, that that would serve him well in that moment. Why he can't see that or why not take advantage of that seems like a, a blind spot that I'm willing to entertain conspiracy theories about, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, the murky situation around Scientology. Okay, well. We've now solved that mystery that's not a mystery. But when we come back, our good friend Holly is going to have all the latest. Nope, actually, Mike today. See what I did there? Mike's doing Mike's doing all of it today. (laughs) When we come back, he's got a dirt alert right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. My friends in here have been keeping your homes warm and cozy here throughout the Twin Cities for well over 100 years. And... This time of year, keeping your house warm, although this time of year, I would like to say it shouldn't need to be kept that warm, but it is because it's kind of cold outside. But it's it's at the top of everyone's priority list. And if you don't have any heat, that's an emergency. So if for some reason the power goes out, the heat goes out, call my friends at Hero, call Hero.com. But maybe you're just not getting as much heat, uh, as much bang for your buck, if you were, uh, for a, a particular... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Particular room in your house, for example, we have an upstairs converted attic and the heat situation up there frankly sucked. Uh, Hero answered some questions for us and gave us some tips on how to make that room uh, heat more efficiently and they were super helpful. So if you've got questions, if there's a particular room in your home that's not getting as much heat as you'd like, call Hero today, callhero.com and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. It's Jace for my friends at This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Mike, how about a dirt alert, huh? Hey, how about it? <laughs> I was like, Ollie is near. What's happening? Yes, yes. Let's do it. Let's first talk about Mickey Mouse. He is mad. Very, very mad. Oh, no. Why? What's going on with the, uh, the, the eared one? Because somebody a month before Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium decided to release 63 pages of script from that movie <gasps> of dialogue. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. That uh, that happened. Disney wants to know who is the person behind the leak. They are uh, trying to force Reddit and Google to identify the group or the people responsible for this. Okay. Well, they're not going to do that. I don't think. You know? I mean, I don't think they're going to force... Reddit doesn't have to do anything. True. It's not like... I mean, they're the their users and their anonymity... Is that the word? It's important to them. Sure. You can be anybody you want on Reddit and you can lie as much as you want. You know, you can say whatever. That's why I'm always so shocked whenever it's like a Reddit user had this happen to them. I'm like, (laughs) or they just wanted Reddit gold and they wanted attention. Yeah. Like these are good storytellers. Yeah, exactly. But we do know that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp had the biggest drop in the history of Marvel movies from the first week to the second week. And it could be just because the movie sucked or it could be because, uh, you know, maybe there was more information out there. And that's what Disney is saying. You all cost us a whole lot of money. And uh, according to Reddit, they said uh, they haven't said yet if they intend to comply or not with uh, with the request. They said they're uh, committed to protecting their users privacy. And uh, they went on to say and Disney also went on to say they don't really haven't said exactly what they will do if they find out who did it, but they just want to uh, be sure to, uh, you know, they don't want this to happen in the future. So if there's some sort of a leaker yeah, out they there that's leaking... better hiring then. Ex- oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think Disney is just trying to make a point to scare mm-hmm. the pants off of people from doing something like this yeah. for fear that they would, you know, bully another company into revealing uh, private user data, but likely not going to happen, but still, I think Disney being the loudest voice in the room is trying to maybe use their weight to make a point. I think the only people that have, you know, that they'll work with in that way are the police, the FBI, to find out somebody's identity, but if there's no... Yeah, and and law enforcement agencies can, can, you know, get a a court to decide to give them that information, so they might still be able to get it. Let's... Let's move on to Pauly Shore's feelings. Oh, oh yeah. he did get a call out and not a good one. He was hurt. Yes, he was uh, kind of the butt of one of those jokes during the uh, Oscars. Of course, uh, they were making the comment about Encino Man co-stars, Brendan Fraser and uh, Ki Wei Kwan, each having tons of success at the Oscars. And yet Pauly Shore was oh. not as um, lucky. He says, quote, we love to hate on people when they're on top. People wanted to smash me down and they did. I always, uh, I've always been nice to everyone. Everyone, always cool. I put my heart into all my films. Human beings have
have feelings. Oh. It's not like selling real estate, which is a weird way to go with that, but yeah. that's what he did. Yeah, I'm a human being, not a house. Yes. I'm not a punchline. Yeah. He did say he is ready to jump back into the game if someone's willing to take a chance on him. Oh. To be What's fair, he was in a movie two years ago that was absolutely terrible. Yeah, what was that? I feel like I uh, vaguely remember Guest Paul House, Shore. I believe, was the oh, name okay. of it. It was a comedy. Yes, Guest House, comedy from 2020. It was he Netflix, was a, right? Yeah. And uh, I that was maybe that chance that he got. Um and it didn't go well. Oh. Poor Polly Shore. Think Biodome was a really underrated movie. Yeah. True. Not really. <laughs> but he was like the it comedian. Yeah. For a oh, while, for sure. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Ninety-two to ninety-six. He had a lot of big movies. Was uh, there some like problematic stuff with Polly Shore? I don't remember. You know how mm. sometimes things get attached to people. And... Oh, I don't remember anything in particular. I just think he got replaced by another the comedian. Time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we used to have more longevity in Hollywood for these stars. You know, they could, you know, like Ernest Goes to Camp and sure. Ernest, this, remember all those? Like, that went on for a Ernest long P. time. Laurel. Right, so, yeah. Hey, the Pauly Shore classics like Jury Duty, Son-in-Law, Biodome, Son-in-law. as you mentioned, and In the Army uh, well, Now. And, and that he was such a, I don't want to say genre film actor in that sense, but, like, that style of movie is yeah kind of gone so he kind of went away with that right yeah i mean there are people that attempt it and then you know it's really yeah audiences won't laugh as easily anymore i think they're like everything sucks yeah Uh, one thing audiences do love is, of course, The Last of Us. We've been talking about the huge success that they've had. We uh, A couple of weeks ago, I told you that they're not allowed to say the Z word on set. Yeah. I yeah. Remember that? that? Yeah. Um, well, because yeah. they're not zombies, to be fair. But yep. we just shorthand them that way because that's a cultural reference point. Yeah. If you start to explain to somebody, like, oh, actually, I'm fung this thing over. And, uh, you know, and they go, people okay, are like, oh. Bye. But if you say <laughs> mushroom zombies, they're like, what? I mean, <laughs> they literally have mushrooms on their heads. Yeah. And that's the same reason why uh, The Walking Dead always referred to them as walkers. Um, Craig Mazin, the guy who's one of the showrunners, producers behind it, says, that's totally false. <laughs> I, we call them zombies all the time just because it's oh. funny. So he says, okay. yeah, somebody's just yeah, thought, thought, thought that'd be fun to to make that the, a thing that they can't say it. But uh, no, they say they're always they're always dropping zombie behind the scenes. It's no big yeah. deal whatsoever. Okay, so. good. They're not too so precious. Then. Yeah. Feel free to call them we zombies. You will not be banned on their set. And finally, Wheel of Fortune host Pat Sajak. Did you see this whole fish situation? What? No. Well, one no. of the contestants said that she's got uh, ichthyphobia, which is the fear of fish. Mm-hmm. Now, Pat Sajak uh, said, what do you mean? You don't like fish? You don't like to eat them? You don't oh, want to no. swim with them? What's it about? And uh, then he took it a little too far when, after no. a commercial break, he presented to her a fake no. fo- like fish. And, and she like, freaked out. And she freaked out. Oh, he, no. What is this, Maury Povich all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, no. No, he's getting bored. In the final round, he did go on to say, you'll have to forgive me for that, won't you? And she said, no. I might. Uh-oh. Yeah, depending so, on if I oh, win. Yeah. She mad. But she made it to the finals, so she won at least something. Okay. Mike, those yeah. are some juicy bits Great. of uh, Hollywood dirt. Thank you for that. When we come back, do you got some juicy bits oh, of gossip with the names it. left out? Oh, yeah, always. All right. As always, Mike's returning with Blind Items right here on My Talk 1071. Your weight control centers, are you thinking about losing some weight? Well, if you are, just listen to me and put your trust in Livia Weight Control Centers. They are the experts and they will work with you to build a personalized nutrition plan 
You're just going to select your Livia meals and snacks and then watch the weight come off. It's that simple. You can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks, and that is what happened with me. So take some time to care for yourself. It's hectic during this, um, you know, we're trying to get out of winter here and into spring and all the snow and the slush, and you're probably focusing a lot on you know, getting in and out of the house and you're just not making a plan. Well, they can help you with that. And that is why they will give you eight weeks free when you mention me. So call today, 855-GO-LIVIA, or you can go to Livia.com. You will find there's so many locations around the Twin Cities. So come to Livia and experience life-changing weight loss. Eight weeks free when you mention me. It's Dawn McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. It's Lori and Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. And Mike now has those juicy bits of gossip with the names left out with blind items. Blinded by the item. I certainly do. And as I told you, we've got Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. Yes! It's all going to be from the Oscars, probably today, tomorrow, maybe even Thursday and Friday. I don't know. There's a lot of gossip around the Oscars. Uh, We'll start things off with this one. There had been some discussion about uh, getting this young actress across the country in time to show up for the Oscars. Then when word got out about how she threw an entire writing staff under the bus, not to mention a showrunner, there was no more talk about her attending. Let's oh. see how fast those parts start to dry up if she continues <gasps> to act like that. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Across the country. Ooh. Okay, um, oh I'm trying to She's think. She's changing gears mm-hmm. with this thought. So, an actress that didn't go to the Oscars should have been at the Oscars, but she's being real nasty behind the scenes. Movie? To showrunners. Um, so TV, TV showrunners. Show? I'll say yes to both of those. Okay. Oh, okay. Movie and TV. Okay. um, Big name? Yep. Margot Robbie. (sighs) Now, the key is the very first sentence. Let me read this again. There had been discussions about getting this young actress across the country to show up for the Oscars. Oh, oh, oh. Here's the part where he acts like he knows. It's not Leah Michelle. But it's somebody on the right road. It's somebody on Broadway. Yeah. I mean, not Jessica Chastain. Yeah. She was there. Who else is on Broadway right now? On Broadway, or maybe we just knew she was in the same city. Oh, that we knew she was in New York. Why? Because of Pete Davidson. Kaya Gerber. Oh, no, no, no. Um, That's his old girlfriend. Kaya Gerber doesn't. Oh, no, no, no. He, He dates someone else. Awesome brother. Yeah. Oh, Austin Butler. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So, an actress that's in New York and she was live from there. Oh, who did, who did who Emily? Did it? Somebody, Bob, Virginia? No, who did Saturday Night Live on Saturday? I know I've seen the headlines because they did. They did a Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Skit. But that's Can you give me all another I know. Hint? She's just the hottest star in Hollywood right now, probably. Emily Radijkowski. That's not how you say it. I don't mean physically. Hot. I mean oh. like the <laughs> biggest star, like getting every single role in every single new movie, including the number one movie in the country right now. Had the biggest TV show yes last year, and she was hosting live from New York at Saturday Night. The Live. biggest of oh, all man. young I actress, feel young Zendaya? actress. No. no. Oh. Oh my god this okay i'll do the same thing i did last week this would be a lot easier blind item if it was tomorrow 
Oh, the weekend. What's tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday. Adams. Oh, Jenna Ortega? Yes. Oh, my gosh. She's being bitchy and mean Fill to showrunners and writers. The Whoa. blanks are getting filled in. I don't have a lot of details on those resp- or those that side of things, but apparently there was discussions about getting Jenna Ortega from New York, where she was starring, obviously, as part of Saturday Night Live the night before the Oscars, mm-hmm. all the way across the country. But when word got out that she threw an entire writing staff under the bus, not to mention a showrunner, there was uh, no more talk about her attending, and those parts are going to drop fast if she keeps acting like that. Oh, no. Special mention, Phil, Panda, and Andrew, who tweeted us all of uh, at the same time. Are you time. looking at your Twitter? Afterward, didn't yes. tell the answer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's And maybe this is just me, but I also, like, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live, like, sat down and watched the mm-hmm. entire thing. But I always will go, like, Monday or Sunday and kind of look at, oh, these were the funny bits. This was good. Yeah. Watch them all back. There's been nothing of that. Now, maybe the Oscars are part of the reason why, but a lot of the reviews from that Saturday Night Live were not good. So I don't know if she was, that was the writing staff. I don't know. Yeah. Is it the showrunner for SNL and the writers? could could potentially be. Oh, I'm sure that's what it is. Stacy also said uh, Wednesday. Thank you, Stacy, for playing the home game. Awesome. Let's do another one. This A-list singer and his model wife may have attended an after-party together and looked like a happy couple, but the smiles were forced and the intimacy is non-existent, even with the cameras present. Those affairs must uh, be something she's still processing. Mm-hmm. Adam Levine and Bahati Prinsley. Yep, you know, mm-hmm. word for word. Well done. All right. Don't even need to fill them in. And obviously, you saw the pictures. It looked like they were happy, but... Yeah, but there was a headline that I saw wherein she was purported to be pushing him away from her. Ooh. <laughs> like he tried to go in Who's for a hug. Who's done that with him? Yeah, right. But uh, that she goes in for a hug and then he like pushes her away. So it's oh. not that people weren't paying attention, mm-hmm. for sure. Ooh. All right, let's do another one. Uh, There was a lot of venting uh, after the Oscars and at the uh, parties, including this first-of-her-kind nominee from a specific universe. She had lots to say about the winner in her category, and none of it was fit for anyone under the age of 40. I don't get that last part, but apparently she was not happy. I mean, that's not... Angela Bassett? Okay. Oh, it was Angela Bassett. Her face said it all. Yeah, according to NT Lawyer, again, she would have been the first time uh, award winner for uh, a Marvel movie, but uh, she had lots to say about Jamie Lee Curtis, and uh, none of it was fit for anyone under the age of 40. Oh, boy. That's how NT Lawyer says it. I, I just love that the world has to have a conversation about, or that there's something controversial about people having feelings. And also and, women fighting. Well, that's like an old trope for sure, sure, right? Like pitting two women against each other. But like you that you have to put down Jamie Lee to be supportive of Angela Bassett. Like you can't have wanted both things or that you have to feel like Jamie Lee is bad because Angela Bassett lost. Like I guarantee no. Angela Bassett can have her own personal feelings. That's not what I'm trying to argue. Like I don't like I would totally public- understand. I'm talking about the public's like engagement of that story. It's so weird to me that you can't just go, Oh, I feel bad for Angela Bassett, but I also understand why Jamie Lee Curtis feels 
you know, or was happy and excited to win. Like, I just don't understand the need to have to pit people against each other. Angela Bassett can be disappointed that she didn't win and also be proud of Jamie Lee Curtis. And or just call Jamie Lee Curtis a bunch of names and be angry about it. Yeah. Like, that's totally fine. Like, Angela Bassett, that doesn't mean she's any less of a human. Yeah. Because she had feelings. Yeah. If you lost out in a category, you'd probably have some toxic thoughts on occasion about <laughs> yeah. other people. Yeah. Or not. I but like, but I wouldn't be surprised. Hi everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Prized other way and I don't think that that means we have to, you know, put and the other person I, down. And most of it's being based on her absolute initial, like she found out she was a loser and a second later you're seeing her reaction yeah. and that's where she had a negative reaction as you should like, look at any sporting event, like anybody in yeah. competition, they're going to be frustrated. They lost. It doesn't mean they don't respect but, the person that they lost to. The right. fact that people are looking at the quote losers reactions yeah. first yeah. tells you a lot more about where we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of, crappy that they have well i guess they can't just focus on one like all the cameras reactions on you know well but i also get that the broadcast wants to give you the drama yeah and so they want you to see that angela bassett is not happy Mm -hmm. i mean right it's it's fine did we look so closely (laughs) at the men who lost I, i you know like probably not because i think you're right to point out that we love to pit women against each other. But I do think that if somebody, you know, made a face, I, I don't know. That's actually a good question. But I feel like our culture is, uh, and by that I mean social media is ready to pounce on pretty much anything that people mm-hmm. can come up with. This one, though, she had a legitimate reaction. It's the reaction to that reaction that I find disconcerting. Mm-hmm. You said it best. Do you have another one? Um, yes, I'm not going to do that one because it's going to take too long. We'll save that one for tomorrow. An that easy one will be one? fun. Yeah, let's do My. this one instead. Oh, you got a quick uh, This one named A-list singer smashed her phone down on a table at a party last night or two nights ago when she saw everyone online making fun of the way her hair was styled. Oh, no. Yeah. Singer whose hair... This was, was an Oscar night? This was Oscar night, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. These are all Oscar related. Singer yes. hair. Singer. Singer hair. One named singer, a minus list singer is how they ever listed. Okay. Uh, did we talk about her? We did not actually. I we did not touch on her at all. Did we know she was there even? Um, I I 
think so. Okay. You have to get in my brain. Okay. I don't know. know. I don't know if you specifically knew she was there. Um, Yeah. Okay. Big time singer. One name, big time singers. That's A minus. So you can eliminate, you know, the. J-Lo? Nope. I mean, that's just a. How about. It's not Cher. Nope. Cher was not there. She's younger. She's in her late 20s. Oh. Zendaya? Um, no. That's the only one I can think of that's a one name Singer. younger. Singer. Singer. Uh, let's see. Singer, it's not that one guy, lady. Oh. No, I'm just, I have like literally no recall. Boy, we were supposed to know this. I'm sorry. No, I just did it quick because I thought it was a little bit of a shorter yeah. one. That, But um, I'm trying to think. She had some really, really big hits last uh, last couple of Pink. years. Some massive ones. No. Younger. Um, a lot of people have compared her to Pink, though. Oh. Similar look and vibe. Okay. Similar look and vibe to Pink. Mm-hmm. People have said that before. Can you give me, like, is her name synonymous with a word? Uh <laughs> Does it mean like? Is it like a condiment? Is it, uh, is it a condiment? No. It starts with mustard. An H. 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 Oh, Halsey. There you go. You got it. Got oh. You must. Yeah, she had a, uh, a look where uh, she, their after party had a different look. You can look okay. up the exact yeah. uh, the exact look, but it kind of had some very like tight. Um, almost looked like it was laminated to her face, like these little spin off little oh, baby, yeah, yeah. Little baby thing. hairs. Is that what they call? Okay, yeah, but yeah. they were like all different directions going everywhere, and oh, apparently yeah. people didn't like it on Twitter and they're on social media, oh, and that set God's her off. Oh my God, people on social media didn't I like know, something shocking. Oh, Mike, thank you though for all those juicy bits of gossip. With the names left out, especially because they were Oscar-related. When we come back, you guys, has Priscilla Presley been locked out of Graceland? Who would (gasps) lock out the former, you know, the widow of the king of rock and roll? Out of the home she lived in. We'll find out why and if that's even true when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, talkers, Bradley here. You know, dental emergencies are annoying, but they can also be super scary, not to mention painful, depending on what they are. Now, I've had things fall out of my mouth before. Crowns uh, have cracked, and I've definitely had a toothache or two in my life. But the next time something pops up or out, rather, of your mouth, I want you to do what I do. Just call the professionals at Dakota Dental. They're going to work you in as soon as possible. I've seen that firsthand. In fact, most recently, I had a crown that cracked, came out, had to get it reattached, and they were like, actually, we can't do that because of the way it cracked. But what we can do is a dental implant. And later this week, I'm going to go in and finish that process. We'll tell you all about it. But you can trust the team at Dakota Dental to fix the problem so you can get on with your life. Next time you've got a dental emergency, head to dakotadental.com. Give them a call. And of course, don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you right down in Apple Valley. Super convenient to the metro. You're going to love Dakota Dental, just like I do. Hey, it's Jace. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're talking about the Oscars. There's also drama going on still with Priscilla, Lisa Marie Gate. Elvis Gate, I would call it, and the gates of Graceland. Have they been closed to Priscilla, Elvis's ex-wife? Yeah, so apparently there were reports that 
Priscilla was locked out of Graceland. Although there was a piece over on Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. That said, Graceland addresses reports Priscilla Presley's been locked out. And I thought, I hadn't heard that she'd been locked out. But it must be a real story if Graceland has to come out and make a statement about it. So in a statement to E.T., reps for the former home of Elvis Presley have said these reports are entirely untrue. Mm. The reports were that she'd been locked out of Graceland after her daughter passed away and there was this perceived battle between them, which, you know, I think is legitimate. We just don't know to the extent of which it's legitimate, Mm -hmm. right? Based on reports uh, up to this point. They say these reports are entirely untrue. No locks at Graceland have been changed since Lisa Marie's passing. Well, that's also kind of like one of those statements that's like, this really extreme headline over here is not true. Mm-hmm. But they don't say anything else about any other drama that's going on. Oh, so there not. could be drama. Sure. But they're just saying specifically she was not locked out. Now, this takes us back to um, the story I think that we've told thus far, which is, that there is a battle between Riley Keough, the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley, and Priscilla, the mother of Lisa Marie Presley. And in fact, I think we were enlightened last week in a dirt alert from Holly. More about that, you know, mm. uh, back and forth. It, I think we felt like originally there was a battle between Michael Lockwood and Priscilla Presley, because Michael Lockwood is the ex of Lisa Marie, yes. who is also the father of two of her children, the twins. And we thought maybe Riley and Priscilla were on one side and Michael was on the other. Uh-huh. But then we came to find out that it was actually Riley and Priscilla Presley that were at odds on who should control Lisa Marie's estate. So this story then tells us, oh, she wasn't locked out, but... In the context of that story, we did get a statement, in addition to the one I already mentioned, from Priscilla's people that said the following, and I want your thought on this. There is an individual, now this is all about the legal challenge, you know, again, that the Priscilla says that the will was changed. Right, in 2016. Taking her out as a executor of the will, right, or a trustee. That goes all the way back to 2016. And here's what her uh, people say, quote, there's an individual that bought their way into the family enterprise that is trying to speak on behalf of our family. This person is not a representative of Elvis or our family without sharing. They didn't share who she was referring to. Please allow us the time we need to work together and sort this out. Please ignore the noise as I have always been there for Elvis's legacy, our family, and the fans, I will continue to forge a path forward with respect, honesty, dignity, integrity, and love. Who, is, who are they talking about? Bought who is, into the family business. Yeah. Okay. And so they are... So we know there's a dispute between Riley and Priscilla, but Priscilla, through her people, are saying... There's an individual that bought their way into the family enterprise that's trying to speak on behalf of our family. Who are they talking about? Is it um, the managing partner at Elvis Presley Enterprises, Joel Wines? I don't know who's that. Well, um, he's he's speaking out in favor of Riley, 
maintaining her trustee role. Okay, so maybe it's him that she's, you know, because he's on Riley's side. So he co-manages the, uh, he's a managing partner of the whole darn thing. Yeah, so he, and and this article from ET points that out, that he's been in favor of her keeping that trustee role. Mm. How he would have bought his way in, though? Like, how, do you, how does that work? How do you buy your way into that family? I don't know what like, that here, I means. Like, make a bunch of contributions to your foundation or something, maybe? I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I mean, was he just given a job or... Yeah, that's that's tough. We do know that another source has told E.T. that uh, Riley and her grandmother, quote, are still not communicating at this time and that they're gearing up to go to court. However, Riley would like to settle uh, that dispute between them before it ever gets to court. Money will make you do some shady things. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was so surprised when we heard last week that uh, Priscilla and Michael Lockwood, who's the father of the twins, they are chummy with each other. Yeah. This was the biggest contention that Lisa Marie had is that her mother was hanging out with her ex-husband that she hated. Yeah. You know, and just, it, I mean, they flew together yeah. to the funeral. Which totally changed the, the math that we were doing in our sure. head. Yeah. It's just, it's like, of course that's going to be hurtful. Like if I saw my grandma hanging out with my mom's, you know, Ex. ex-husband that I didn't like and we I knew my mom didn't like you probably uh, Riley probably knows every detail as to why you know since they were close she probably knows all the stuff that Michael Lockwood that they fought about you know there was a big custody battle yeah and and things like that and she also saw her mother struggle you know throughout the years with drugs and how he would use that against her and so whenever your grandma is basically just sweeping that under the rug and hanging out with him uh, yeah you're going to be like no this is the way my mom wanted the will to be you know this is the change she made but you also sorry you're mad about it but yeah no and i totally get that and then you can see where priscilla's coming from because she feels incredibly invested in this legacy, right? Because it's a part of, it's not directly her legacy, but it is in a way because it's connected to Elvis and it comes from Elvis and she feels incredibly protective of it as the matriarch of this family. And she's probably feeling like she's got to keep it all together. And, you know, I don't know what, what her, and again, that's not to excuse it. I'm just saying in terms of perspective, you can see where Priscilla probably doesn't think she's just being a, you know, money grubbing um i mean she's been paid by by for doing well i don't know the allegation was right that she was just catching a year cashing in on a salary that she didn't make any money or that she didn't do anything for that was the criticism from lisa marie right it's like elvis didn't leave her stuff he let's just remind ourselves that he they divorced yeah this is an ex-wife so he left everything to his daughter yeah you know and so, but the world kind of embraced her, right, as the future or the sort of you know continuation of this. That's like right. Like she became appreciated in popular culture as sort of the, yeah, you know, the yeah. legacy. Yes, yes, yes. Which just... is not necessarily true, but that is where we then have people fighting each other in court when really they should be sitting in a room next to each other having a relationship. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that it's difficult to realize that if you've spent a bunch of money and you don't have any more, maybe 
that that's not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of things She's are based on money. It's all about money. Well, it, is, it seems to be in this case. Hey, when we come back, we've got some great listens for you, including a science fiction podcast with Julianne Moore. Dawn's got a true crime podcast for you. We want to hear what you're listening to. 651-641-1071. What are you listening to when we come back right here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071.